Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of It's Personal. Uh, the last book I wrote was heavy. All right. Hey, Gary. This is Evie. Uh, my name is Randy Rebine. Uh, but my name is Jared Krizoska. I don't think I'm a person that curses a lot. Heart just goes out to everybody. I'm excited. Hi. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of It's Personal. I am super excited for my guest today, someone that I've been following online for quite some time now um, in regards to her work in activism and just this idea of being creative. Um, can you introduce yourself? Hi, <laughs> I'm Lisa and uh, I am based in New Zealand at the moment, uh, but I am originally from Korea and then uh, I was adopted as a child to Sweden. Yeah, oh, so Lisa, quite a mixed you, background. It is a mixed background and I want to start there. Like, can you just tell me, like, who are you? Um, oh, uh, I'm many things. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I am an activist, uh, and uh, an activist is fighting for the rights of adoptees and first families. Uh, I'm also a mother of two lovely children, uh, lovely but very noisy. <laughs> uh, and I am a comic book artist and illustrator as well, which is what I spend most of my time doing. Um, yeah, and what else am I? Um, I don't know. I love that, I love that because, <laughs> you know, I think one of the reasons why I always ask that question is like, who are you? Um, what are some of your multiple identities? Because I think it's important that people see just that people are made up of so much more than what they see on the outside, right? Like, I think for you naming so many different things, um, I could name so many different things as well. And I think that's just so important. Um, for people to know that we as humans um, are made up of so many different things, so many different places um, that make us who we are, right? Because I could ask you, like, what do you like to do for fun? Uh, what are your favorite foods? Um, and those are yeah. things that also make up your identity as well. Speaking of that, like, what are some of your favorite foods? What are some things you like to eat? Oh, I love Korean food, which is one of the reasons why I'm... Um, I'm sad to have been separated from my first culture mm -hmm. uh, because it's the best food in the world. And it's not just um, the actual food that you eat, but the way you eat it. So it's, it's, a, it's a whole thing, a social event. So it's really beautiful just the way you cook the food, the way you present it, the way you share it, because you don't have your own plate like you do in, in Sweden and I assume most Western countries, but you have mm -hmm. Um, you just share all the food on the table that comes in like little bowls. Um, so, so you have to interact with the person you eat with. Uh, so you make sure that you don't eat all the food yourself or that the others get plenty as well. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and there's a lot of philosophy behind the eating as well. So, so I find that really beautiful in so many aspects. Mm, I love that. I love that. It's I really nice great. here in now when we moved to, to New Zealand, to Auckland, because um, I get access to Korean food here too. Oh, awesome. awesome. Yeah, so, I think, so that's I think really great. I think that's a great, like, kind of segue into just like your family life and what are some things that you continue to try to do to keep traditions and um, culture within your family now that you do at home? Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. Can you tell us a little bit about your schooling? You can start at elementary, middle school, or even high school. What does schooling look like for you growing up? Uh, oh, my experiences were mixed because um, I was I was very brainy as a child, and I really, really loved school um, in the sense of learning things and um, yeah everything was interesting um, but it was also very tough because uh, I was bullied so much um, not the first couple of years but I think from third grade uh, that's when it started and then it came and went in yeah so it was like in mm. waves uh, but then when uh, we all became teenagers it just got absolutely awful so I actually finished school earlier because I couldn't I couldn't stay because I was I was so bullied all the time and beaten and chased and tied up and uh, yeah everything all, all sorts of horrific things um so, so so it was yeah it was very mixed um I liked my teachers which you're not supposed to do <laughs> you know you're supposed to think you're supposed to hate school you're supposed to not do well and I did very well <laughs> Yes, I did everything wrong. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I think then, uh, yeah, because I continued and I continued into university and things, that I had this idea that university was going to be this wonderful learning experience where everybody was thirsty for knowledge and we were going to sit in little groups and it was going to be like Dead Poet Society or yeah, something like that. And it really wasn't because <laughs> <laughs> people were most interested in the social bit of it, like drinking and partying and whatever and I just wanted to read and learn (laughs) I was such a nerd yeah Yeah. so mixed experiences yeah and it makes sense right because for one element I think all three levels obviously are very very different Um, but at the same time you're growing as a person right so um, you need certain things to um, continue to feel comfortable and if you're not getting those things it's going to influence your experience so much right yeah um would you say your schooling has had an influence on the work that you do today in regards to art? Um, not that much. Uh, and I haven't gone to any proper art schools either. I've been trying, but I found it quite, yeah, quite difficult because uh, first of all, I find it difficult to just do any sort of art when other people are looking at me or when there are other people in the room, I, I tend to want to be alone. But I think it's also because of some of the experience I had on when trying out art courses and stuff that I've been heavily criticized by the teacher. And one teacher even held up my work and just said that this is terrible. This, you're not taking this serious. And it was just because I didn't really know how to paint. But wow. she thought that that meant that I wasn't trying. Um, uh, yeah, so I think that school can... You know, if you have a great teacher who sees you and encourages you, it could, it, it could be really wonderful and you can feel, um, yeah, that you're pushed, uh, but you can also be just smashed to pieces. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's my experience when it comes mm-hmm. to art, unfortunately. Um, so I gave, gave up on, on drawing and, and all that for a long time and focused on other things. Wow. It was more academic. Um, but then I realized that, I needed to do this. So I've been doing it mostly on my own. Wow, wow. And I wonder if I could ask, like, what was your family's reaction when they, when you said, you know what, I want to do art instead of 
a teacher, uh, um, <laughs> a lawyer, a doctor, uh, architect, like all those more traditional things, um, which people tend to believe are a lot easier, um, an easier road, a more set out path than being like a creative person. Um, did your yeah. family have things to say to you about that? Yeah, I mean, I was very creative as a, as a child and I always said that I wanted to become an artist, but um, it, it, my background is, in terms of what you could do or what you could dream of, was quite limited. I grew up in this tiny, tiny working class village in the north of Sweden. And uh, when I showed an interest in language, the suggestion was that I become a language teacher. Uh, and when I said that I wanted to draw, the suggestion was that I become an arts teacher. <laughs> so everything was like really, really practical and um, focused on like, yeah, a traditional um, profession that could be labeled and yeah. Um, and uh, no one suggested, for instance, that I become an illustrator or something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. so, so I wasn't really encouraged to to pursue a career in art um, at all, uh, which made me steer away from it too. Uh, and like I said, it's something that happened later when I realized that I absolutely had to do it and mm -hmm. needed to do it for my own sanity. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I tried to become, uh, well, I guess a, a professor <laughs> in the literature uh and linguistics because uh, that's what i focused on instead of art mm -hmm. so i've been and i absolutely love literature and languages so so i wasn't sad about it um that, and i feel that it's uh, now when i'm making my own books it's it's really really great to have a background in that too mm -hmm. uh, and i've been working in the in the publishing industry since i was 19 um, which has been absolutely lovely um, yeah, I think it was, I think it's been difficult for my family to understand what I'm doing. Um, mm -hmm. So for a while it was like, are you doing, are you printing the books? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm working with, with the texts and I'm working with authors and, uh, you know, yeah, so, so you're writing the book. No, no, I'm not, I'm not writing, <laughs> you know, so yeah, mm -hmm. it's been a bit of yeah. a challenge. And yeah, it's, it's such an interesting world too, because it takes so many people to, develop a book um, to put out into the world. So to even explain that to someone, I could see where they could be like, they would almost just give up with all of the like ways that things like intertwine together and who has to do what, et cetera. Um, yeah. it is, it's different. <laughs> it's just a very different um, world in regards to like how things work, the pacing of it, et cetera, and the time management with it, because I'm sure as a mom, which I'd love to get into as well, like you have to manage your time extremely well based on yeah. deadlines, based on submissions that come in that you really want to do, but you want to squeeze in the time for, like said, like there's just probably so many things that um, you're thinking about and being a mom influences all of that. Can you tell us like just what are some things you really love about being a mom? Oh, there's so many things. Uh, but since we're talking a lot about art and creativity, I think mm -hmm. that's just one of the things that I, I mm. love so much about my kids because they're both very creative, but in particular, my daughter. And it feels like I'm, I'm getting back a lot of the things that I both miss 
miss and missed out uh, when I was a child myself um, because I used to I used to make my own books and stories and stuff and I always wanted to um, get my friends to do it with me and they, they were interested for, for a bit but then they lost interest and want to do something else and, and now I have uh, a friend like that in my daughter because she wants to do the same thing so so we mm. get to do a, we do a lot of stuff together which is really wonderful and it's also really wonderful because um, they're still at this age where it's just wonderful to create and they don't really care about how things are done or why they do it or if it's if it's going to lead to anything or you know they, they're not commercializing it they're just doing it because because they love it and it's so inspiring for me because I have a lot of self-doubt and uh yeah problems with my self-confidence but when I when I do things with them it's just pure joy so it feels like yes. I'm getting back to that that wonderful um time as a kid when it doesn't matter you know no one is trying to monetize your what you're doing and it's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you can just do things because it's fun Mm -hmm. uh, so, so I really love that but then there's there's so much other stuff too of course it's just wonderful to to talk to them and to hear their perspective on things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I, I always say that yeah. kids are so much more brighter and smarter than adults like I think if if we took their advice more I think we'd be in such a better place than we I think are so right too. now um, yeah they are so open-minded about situations and um, experiences whereas we are very fixated on certain things based on our past experiences um, but I love hearing that and obviously being a mother comes with many challenges as well um, and uh, I want to ask because I think it's important specifically during this time um, what is what has been some of the challenges um, of having uh, being a mother during this time, knowing that for one, they they have been home for a long time. I think you just yeah. mentioned before that they've just kind of got off to school. What are some of the challenges you have? Yeah, we've been in lockdown um, several times um, in the last year because of COVID. Uh, and it was both wonderful and really difficult. The difficult bit was that I, I got a contract for my next book. Uh, and then we went into lockdown and I just couldn't do anything. Um, we live in a very, very small house, um, so we're just on top of each other all the time. Um, and I think that they um, they don't really believe that I'm doing real work when I'm at my desk drawing, because, you know, drawing is fun. So <laughs> um, and I'm trying to say that this is what pays for our food, and yeah, they don't believe me. <laughs> yeah, so... so so for a while I struggled, but then I think with most things, when it comes to parenthood and time management, you just have to accept that this is the way things are, uh, because I know that in 10 years time, I'm just going to complain about them not being at home and that they <laughs> don't want to be with me and then they're going to move away and I'm going to miss them. So mm -hmm. I think it's important to, to try and remember that this, this time, um, is so short this is, is such a cliche but it, you really get it when you're a parent that it's such mm -hmm. a short time of your it life is. that it you is. have to to spend most of your time taking care of someone else and then it's over and they can do everything themselves and you're just gonna miss it's them true. It's yeah. True. yeah but it's true. i think i've i have struggled a lot with um with 
feeling that I get enough time to do my own work. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I've been I've been thinking a lot about what kind of approach I need to have to it to to keep my sanity. Because if I just mm -hmm. think all the time that uh, I don't have any time because I have kids, then first of all, what's the point in having kids? And then second, I'm just going to be continue being miserable because it's, I can't change that. Course, of course. Yeah, so I try to yeah. accept it and just have fun. But yeah. my projects are very delayed. <laughs> and that's okay. I think that's okay, right? Yeah. There's things that are more important, which are your kids and your family. Um, and I'd like to hope and think that your uh, publicist or whoever you're working with has some sort of understanding that we are still in a pandemic. So yeah, yeah get it they, when, when you are finished. They definitely do. And where they are, um, it's much worse than here in New Zealand because we have been handling it quite well, I think. And we are not in lockdown at the moment. Mm -hmm. And it was a long time since we were. So things are pretty much normal here. Yeah. So in comparison, things are, I think, easier for me uh, yeah. at the time mm -hmm. being. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. I want to talk a little bit more about your Instagram account just because it's such a, it brings so much joy to me just seeing someone use their Thanks. account for such a great cause. Um, and within that, you bring like um, also joy as well. Like, as much as you talk about like the activism work and the things that you think are so important, it also brings sparks of joy as well. Um, can you tell me like where the inspiration um, of all that came from? Um, I didn't use social media much at all um, when I started doing Instagram. It was introduced to me by another adoptee who had started an account where she wanted to share adoptee stories. Um, and uh, she encouraged me to just put up some photos, write something. Um, okay. And I tried it. Uh, and I suggested that I, I do drawings instead of photos. Um, uh, and it worked really well. And I realized that it was a beautiful platform to, uh, yeah, to get information out or little, it, it, because I, I write like little essays almost every time. Um, so I try to write something along with my, my images so that, so that they go together. Uh, and uh, yeah, and, and I got a lot of really nice response very quickly. Um, and realized that it was quite rare to combine both like drawings and comics with mm -hmm. political activism. Uh, and it was great because I got to, I get to both work actively with, for instance, representation, um, not just adoptees, but also Asians in particular, um, along with writing about it. Uh, yeah, so I think it stands out a little bit because of that. It does. Yeah, and then it's been growing, and now I've, um, since one of my books have been uh, translated to English and I've got a, a bigger international following, I decided to start writing my posts in English. Um, so now it's, they reach a lot, of, a lot more people, mm -hmm. which is very nice. I love uh, that. And I can also broaden my perspective a little bit because I've mainly been focusing on, on Sweden and issues about being in uh, transracial adoptee in Sweden. And now mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking further, which is nice. I love that. I love that you have the flexibility to, 
to do all of that um, and to reach so many people based on your experience because I think your story is so important for so many people and can impact so many people as well um, and the way that you're doing it through images and comics is just like so beautiful and so relevant to I think what we I don't know at least me at least um, want, would love to see um, more of in the world because I'm such a visual person um, I love a nice picture. I love a comic. I love art. Um, and then some text that's not like too overwhelming as well. Um, so I really appreciate that because that's exactly what you're doing, at least again for me <laughs> on, on your account. So thank that's you. That's really good. Um, the, uh, yeah. At first, I was very frustrated with the formats that you only get 2,200 characters. But then after a while, I realized that I become like super editor. Uh, <laughs> so you it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's really great. Um, the, uh, the restraints, I think it's very deliberating. Yeah. Agreed. And it allows you to be more um, purposeful in every yeah. sentence and every word that you choose. So yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, though, yeah. though at times you feel like, oh my gosh, I wish I could write more. You're like, okay, well, mm -hmm. I'll just go back and I'll take out what shouldn't be there and make it more purposeful through another yeah. sentence or et cetera. Yeah. yeah I, I definitely become a better writer since I started yeah. using Instagram. Totally. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, what movies do you, do you like to watch movies at all? Oh, I love watching movies um, or, or anything. I, yeah, I'm a real film buff. Um, but but um, lately I haven't really had time, uh, but I've been watching um, TV series instead, which I also oh, love. Fun, so I can watch fun. like an episode, episode here and there. Uh -huh. um, and I'm watching this really super, super cute Korean drama at the moment called Run On, which is okay. on Netflix. Uh -huh. um, and it's, yeah, K-drama just makes me so happy because they're so cute and it's so innocent and it's so, so different from the things I normally consume, which is mainly like British and uh, American dramas. Because mm -hmm. uh, half mm -hmm. of the things that they they argue about or that they worry about, I just don't get at all. Uh, and I'm like, oh, why didn't you tell him this why do, why don't you defend yourself why don't you say these things and they yeah it's, it's such a different culture so mm -hmm. with everything else that's relating to korea it makes me um happy and uh curious and also very sad that i don't there's a reason why i don't understand korean culture and it's because <laughs> i didn't get to grow up in it so, so it's mixed feelings like with of everything. course of course of course lisa i want to thank you so much for hanging out with me today i think it's always a pleasure talking to you and yeah, listening you to you. Um, again, where can people find you online? Um, they can find me on Instagram. I could talk about that's the best place to find me. I think. Okay. Um, yeah. And what's and what's uh, your what's your handle on Instagram? It's my Korean name, so it's Jong dot Olim. Awesome! Awesome! Yeah. And, and I'll I'm make also sure. on Patreon if anyone wants to support my work. Uh, and I have a half dead website as well. <laughs> I, and I, you know, I love Patreon because it allows people who are, I think people who are really invested in your work. Um, and I think anyone who like reads it, um, who looks at it is getting something, some sort of value from it. Um, and I am a strong believer, and this has come with time and just noticing that people, if you're receiving something, you should also 
be willing to at times or as often as possible um, give back to that creative person. Um, so I love Patreon and what it has done for um, artists, specifically yeah. illustrators. In the it community. is really nice because I was very skeptic about it because I don't really like to beg for money uh, mm -hmm. and especially not from people who don't know me. Uh, mm -hmm. But then I realized that I myself like to support other people and mm -hmm. thought about this about it completely differently that well that's not the same thing or whatever but i realized it is the same thing mm -hmm. and and people do contact me sometimes and ask how they can support me which is really they lovely do. yeah and since yeah. i do all the instagram stuff completely uh without getting paid for it um and also most of my my own creative stuff like my books and stuff i don't get paid for them um until they're published and it's still peanuts um mm. It is, it is a really nice community, um, Patreon, that you can mm -hmm. offer people to support you if they want to. And it's completely up to them because I don't really advertise for it. Mm -hmm. And that I, and I do the same thing, but with other artists. So it's nice to, to have that option because yeah, mm. people will to at least be like, yes, you can. You would like to yes you can through your patreon account which is yeah again, and they yeah. can stop whenever they want so exactly yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah Lisa, great. thank you so much again oh, thanks this for having is me <laughs> always so much fun like i think again even though we've talked um twice now it feels it still feels really great so this is good